Namaste. Welcome to the Ilonga Yogi Podcast. My name is Kate. I'm from Iloilo City. I'm a certified yoga instructor and certified in mental health counseling. I share content on yoga, mindfulness, fitness, mental health, self-care, and healing. Before we get into it, I want to let you know that I teach classes both in person and online. So if you're interested in taking a class with me, just head over to bookwen.com slash healing dash iloilo for the schedule and rates and to book as well. Hello once again, I'm happy to be back recording another episode and I just wanted to go through a few updates in my life recently. I think the last time that I recorded an episode was early in Feb, so it's been about a month and a lot has happened since then. I did celebrate my 31st birthday and during the later part of February, my bestie arrived from Manila so she visited Iloilo and the last time she was here was in 2018 I think and that time I was still kind of new in Iloilo again like it was it it had been a while since I stayed and lived in Iloilo so I didn't know much about where to go where to hang out what to do in even in my hometown (laughs) so this time around, I already like had a, an itinerary plan for, for all of us to really explore certain places that we, that I've been to, like, for example, what to do in Guimaras. Like, um, one of my also oldest and dearest friends has a fam, her family has a resort, like a beach house there. And so that's where we kind of spent time at. Um, and then we went to certain bars here that I know for sure would be good, uh, restaurants that we've tried and and tested and tasted again and again and so it was really fun to have her in town and to have someone else here it just it's always nice when you have a visitor and it just makes you see your own hometown so differently so we had a lot of fun and it was so nice to have that kind of energy with us but of course it was pretty a pretty hectic of a month like a busy month for me because January as you know was already pretty intense and then came and same with December like pretty much every single month since late last year and then February was of course no different because it was my birthday month and my friend was here too so this time around like this whole month of March I just told myself I just want to take it easy I want to slow down I do not want to do anything (laughs) like even for my yoga classes usually I would hold events every month and for this month I said I just don't want to hold too many events like probably just one um, and that's it because I didn't want to do anything else so I, I really made sure that I get enough rest because the past several months have been very hectic so i i've had the time to to rest a little bit we're already halfway through more than halfway through the month now and i'm already starting to get bored (laughs) my mind now i'm like now that i'm saying it out loud i realize that i think that's why i've been overthinking or my mind has just been wandering so much lately because i always catch myself thinking of where I want to travel to like I want to go here I want to go there like I want to buy this I want to do that I think that's why because I'm barely doing anything right now this March and because I feel like I've adjusted to my 
routine because late January I did have a new job. So the whole month of February I was adjusting to that. There, that was definitely my transition period. And now that I've settled in this new routine, I feel pretty relaxed. You know, I I kind of have. An idea of how my day will go, or how to adjust my day around whatever work tasks or obligations I have for the week, and so I feel like pretty, pretty chill. So I guess that's why, and I think that's also why, emotionally, mentally, it's been something. <laughs> it's been something, um, yeah, because of uh, traumatic events that happened like late last year. I feel pretty. I feel like I'm still going through that. Like I'm still processing that. And so recently, just a few days ago, I booked a, a, an online counseling session with with this new. Um, I don't know what to call them, but they offer services online. So it's a new new group or new. I don't know. Yun, basta, like just I, it, this is new, <laughs> period. <laughs> and because I've been like on the hunt, I'm trying to look for for counseling sessions that I can do more regularly. Just because I used to have that, like I used to have that back in 2018, and I'll talk about that more later on. But um, and then I slowly let it go because I felt like I was doing okay already. Um, and then I also found one here in Iloilo. However, that person, my go-to person, is also no longer available, just because she's busy. And actually, I work with her now too. So there's that. Um, and then I also found another one, but it was—it's more um, towards life coaching, and that's great. Like I love that. But I think I'm looking for counseling. Like I need therapy, that kind of thing. And my problem with it. Though is that here because I guess of my own personal practice, like my healing journey, my my mindfulness practice, my how um my self awareness practice, all these things, I, it's kind of hard for me to find someone who I can learn from, because the ones that I've already experienced, it's like it's it's like I think they're great for the general public, but for the few who are I guess more Aware of their mental state and and their their personal healing journey, I think I need more. You know, like I need somebody who also is into mindfulness and also goes through that. Is you know that's like their practice, but weaves it into therapy. You know, so that's kind of hard, especially for me because of um, just what I'm what I've gone through and what I'm currently going through. I just need. Something more, you know. So that's kind of the struggle because I, I, it, it's. I guess it's the the truth. I, I tweeted about it recently, actually. That like the deeper you are in your in your mindfulness practice and healing journey, um, the more isolated it can feel because not that many tread on that path. So. That's I think what I've been longing for, like looking for people who I can resonate with, whom I can talk about these things with, and I think that's why I do this podcast because for now this is the only place where I can do things like this or like talk about things like that. But anyway, 
um, emotionally just been quite um, a process. It's still not easy for me. And I think, I mean, I did learn something a little bit from that counseling session recently that um, maybe, you know, it's been it's been five months uh, since what has happened, right? And I feel like maybe I'm just being a little too impatient with my healing. Um, and I think that things like this will take a lot of more time to heal and for me to process. Like it's not, I feel like now I'm realizing that it's just going to be there. You know, like um, the fear, the anxiety, um, the the emotions that that ha- stem from that moment will just continue to haunt me until the day that I finally accept it and become at peace with it. And I know that that is um, so simple to say, like it seems like an easy thing, but I know that that might take a lifetime because there are other people involved. So, you know, a lot of forgiveness has to come into play, which for me right now, I'm not ready for yet, you know? So I think that's probably why. So I've learned to just be like, uh, fine, it is what it is. You know, I guess whatever I'm feeling will just be there and I'll just have to be okay with it. But um, that still goes to say that I still need therapy. <laughs> I still will need therapy. So I, if you who are listening right now have any recommendations, I would really appreciate it. But I think that's where I'm at. I definitely need more therapy. But for the meantime, while I am still in in the hunt for a therapist or a counselor that resonates with me journaling is one of the main things that I have used as a tool that uh, has stuck with me for years and so I started journaling way back when I was really young actually like it was just part of my life I remember because you know, I grew up in the States and there, and even, and, and even if, you know, I didn't grow up in the States, but I also uh, watched a lot of TV and movies from the U.S. So a lot of Western films and, and series and TV shows, whatever. And so I've always been drawn to that um, character of like this young girl who has a diary. So of course that came naturally to me. You know, I loved writing in a notebook and before I mean yeah it was dear diary and I would just write down everything that I felt like oh my god I hate her (laughs) um and that's just been part of my life like for the longest time through high school I've had a diary I've had some sort of a journal not it was not something that I would do every single day but it was just part of my life so I know that that's that's why it's so easy for me to promote you know journaling and to practice journaling now because of that history um but most especially in 2018 like I mentioned that's when I really started to journal regularly consistently pretty much every day um, so in 2018, as you know, actually the year before that, 2017, I went through a breakup with my then partner for three years. And so I was going through that. That was like my first long-term relationship. And and, and that was my, um, so it was kind of intense. You know, it was kind of, it was intense for me to go through that breakup. And also 
I didn't realize that I was pretty burnt out from from teaching yoga, from working, from just like living in Manila. I was not okay. I remember my emotions were just all over the place. And it has been that way for probably like several years. But I felt it even more once I was no longer in that relationship. Like realizing that I'm kind of alone, you know, in this. So... I in 2017 I decided to go to a professional to see a doctor just because I just wanted answers you know I just wanted answers and I went to a couple of doctors with the support of my family and both of those doctors diagnosed me with bipolar 2 so I talk about that more like in a separate episode but basically so 2017 I was diagnosed with bipolar 2 and I was also going through a breakup so I decided to just drop everything and move to Iloilo City from Manila and just stay here so I can recover from everything, like take a break from everything. And so during this time, since I wasn't working, I wasn't doing anything. I was in a new place again, starting over again. So I didn't have that many friends here yet because all my my friends or my classmates, batchmates, they were all living their own lives already or they were probably like out of the country already. So I was literally starting over again. So I had therapy, like I mentioned earlier, I did have a therapist that I would uh, talk to twice a month and that was one thing that I was very consistent with for several months and we did it online and everything. But of course, in between, I needed something to help release my emotions, my thoughts, everything that I was going through. And so I resorted to journaling. And again, like I mentioned, you know, during this time, I didn't have friends uh here in in the city in Iloilo and I've always like just had this habit of not being comfortable talking about my feelings with friends or with with others it's just very difficult for me and I feel like it's just very depressing and I don't know (laughs) I mean I try I try to talk about it to others but it's just not to me I just to me I don't like it like I'd rather open up about it and talk about it to people when I feel like I've learned the lesson from that experience already or like when I feel like I've healed from that already. You know, that's why like in my podcast, I don't like to talk about anything when I'm like in the midst of it because it just sounds like, you know, what's the point, (laughs) you know? Uh, So journaling was like the, the perfect thing for me because I at least I could just spill my thoughts and not be judged by it or not judge myself for it or expect like anything from it you know I can just say whatever I want to say it doesn't even have to make sense so I was very very comfortable with that so that's how journaling became a huge part of my life so that in between those therapy sessions I would just write whatever my mind was thinking if I wasn't okay if I was okay what were the ups what were the downs what were the the things that I I loved about the day or the things I didn't love about the day so it was just like me coping with my loneliness really like the loneliness the sadness but also the uncertainty because at that time I wasn't teaching yoga I didn't have my studio then right and and so I didn't really know like where do I go next what do I do next so I was kind of in between and journaling really helped me through that time 
it was that plus the therapy like that was such a perfect combo for me because as you know I wanted to do all of that I wanted to heal or manage my mental health my bipolar too without any medication because I've had medication in the past and I just didn't want to do it this this time so journaling and therapy were the two things that helped me through that basically were the two things that really saved my mental health and so this is why now at present it's been a, it's been several years like it's hard to believe that it's actually been like five years since then just blows my mind how time flies so quickly because it just feels like I was I just arrived in Iloilo like a year ago but no it's been five years so much has changed I've learned so much I'm such I'm in a different place now like you know mentally I feel like I'm doing really well um except of except you know things happen right and so that kind of just throws you off a little bit but I know that there's many things to learn from that and my journaling has also taught me so much and has evolved like through the past five years because for me that's the that's the thing when it comes to journaling I know a lot of people are very adamant about journaling especially if you're a guy it just doesn't seem like you know you'd want to do a dear diary moment every day <laughs> but like i'm saying there's so many methods of journaling there's so many ways to journal and even like when i look it up on youtube i see a lot of men talking about journaling and how they journal you know because it is really healing it is very therapeutic so it's just all about finding the right way of journaling that works for you and even that goes to say with even me because through the years my my method of journaling has changed it has has evolved through the years it has even like after like a few months i noticed that i want to journal differently this time around and so i just allow it to to flow with me or to change with me because i you know every few months you learn something new you go through different things but one thing's for sure, whenever I journal, I know that it just never fails to ground me and to calm me whenever I'm overthinking or overwhelmed. So just like recently this March, because like in February, I kind of um, slacked off when it came to journaling because I was just so busy. But now um, this this time around, because I've noticed that I've been overthinking a lot, I've my emotions feel like they're starting to overwhelm me all the more that I turn back to journaling again. And then on days when I feel like I have no motivation, like I feel my mind is delayed or super just not cooperating or my mood just feels very off, I also resort to journaling just to help me focus. Like it gives me, I allow my journaling experience to help me focus on what matters or what I can do to help pull me out of whatever funk I'm feeling. And so whenever I need to just make sense of my thoughts, my feelings, especially because I'm you know not very comfortable sharing it with others, journaling is always what I turn to. And the way I journal is I always journal in the morning. I found that that works best for me. Of course, for others, maybe they prefer to journal at night before bed just to clear their mind so that the moment you fall asleep, you're not overthinking. Your mind doesn't feel so busy. But for me, I like to do it in the morning because I'm, I'm usually very energized, like 
in the mornings than I am in the evening. So journaling in the morning has worked for me. And because now in our in our home, in our house, we have a garden. So I get to journal outside in the garden with the sun shining. It's just, you know, very very um very nice and serene <laughs> but no like with my dogs playing um around and i get to just sit in this very beautiful rocking chair and enjoy a cup of tea and and feel like the sun and see the grass and the plants and it just makes you it just heals me like that those like 30 minutes outside journaling just always heals me sometimes it's just 10 minutes too it doesn't it doesn't have to be a specific amount of time but taking that time out of the day to not be on my phone to not be cooped up inside to just be outside in the garden alone with my dogs is the best feeling and then taking time to journal helps me just connect with myself with my thoughts and my emotions and sort things out especially if I feel a bit overwhelmed or or just pretty off Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about my juice brand, Daily Greens. If you're in Iloilo City and looking for a healthy juice that doesn't have any added sugar, no preservatives, but is packed with a variety of vegetables and fruits, then you should try Daily Greens. With two flavors, Healthy Greens, which is mostly leafy greens, and carrots and veg, which is 50% carrots and other vegetables and fruits. This is unlike any other juice sold on the market. Most juices are packed with more fruits to help it taste better, but completely miss the point of being a nutritious and healthy drink. Remember, fruits are still filled with sugar and must be enjoyed in controlled portions. Daily Greens makes sure that you get the most out of a bottle, packing it with more vegetables than fruits and making it fresh, not to mention affordable for everyone. You can enjoy a bottle or two every day, which is perfect if your goal is to maintain healthy yet easy habits in the long run. Because we want to ensure the best quality, I encourage you to pre-order at least a day before and you can either pick it up at any of my classes or have it delivered straight to you via Maxim or Grab. This is your sign to start building healthier habits in the most convenient way with Daily Greens. So now that you have an idea of my journey with journaling (laughs) i want to proceed with the journaling props that prompts that i have used in the past several years that have worked for me but also these prompts are what i are what i uh use presently and they're actually part of my journal which i created project self-love so because i've tried different journaling methods this is this journal that i created i kind of just picked and choose what i felt really worked for me and what still works for me now and so i'm gonna go through each one and hopefully one of these or all of these start to resonate with you and become part of your own daily journaling practice so number one the first thing that i start with is today i want to feel now usually for example today i would probably say today i want to feel just energized and happy because it's a friday it's a friday we're nearing the weekend and i get to rest today i get to chill a little bit so i just want to feel happy and energized and excited right But there are some days too that I modify that a little bit. So if today I want to feel doesn't really work for you, you can also switch it up to today will be a good day because. 
And I notice that I use that one whenever I feel just really low. Like I feel like I'm not in the mood to do this. I feel like I don't want to do anything. I just want to give up and stay in bed and let the world pass by me kind of thing. So whenever I switch to that question, that always just makes me feel a little better. That always turns things around here. Number two today's big three today's big three usually that would be three things that i want to focus on so three things that i want to focus on for the day so for example this is like what i always use because whenever you have so much to do in a day right it can be very very stressful and paralyzing like that's what used to happen to me all the time i would just feel so overwhelmed with everything that i needed to do and then i would just like i don't want to do it (laughs) i'm not going to do it because i don't know how to start i don't know what to do and so ever since i started doing this this has changed how accomplished i feel like how fulfilled i feel every single day so here's the thing today's big three for example, for today, my big three would were, because um, it's already evening time, number one was to work on, um, what's today? It's a Friday, was to work on daily greens. So just kind of update, you know, admin stuff, just boring admin stuff. Um, second was to, to do this, to do, to create content. Because like creating content always makes me feel good. It makes me feel excited. Um, and it's just, it's like, it's work almost, but it's like fun work, right? So it just feels like it's a reward when I get to do this. And then the third one was to work on JCI stuff because I'm, I'm a baby in JCI ilang ilang, meaning I, I'm like a new member. Like I've just been, I just joined. So there were just a few things that I need to do um, with JCI and that's my big three for today. There are some days though when I feel like just really weak, just not in the mood, just not doing good. And my big three would just be today, I just want to meditate. I want to practice yoga. And then I'm going to stay home and enjoy being home alone. Like that's it. So as you can see, your big three can look very different. And it's very important that you look at what you really need every single day or what you need in the moment. So for example, um, big three could be I'm going to I'm going to move today. So whether that's walk, exercise, yoga, whatever that is, I'm going to rest today. And then I'm going to do this errand that I haven't been able to do in a while. And it has to be specific so that, again, you don't feel too overwhelmed by it. And the beauty about focusing on your big three is that it doesn't feel too much. It just feels just enough for you. you know. And if ever you feel like you can do more, you can always do more. Like all the more that it'll feel like rewarding, but just focus on those three things and then that's it. And once you finish that, you just feel so much more accomplished. And I always remind myself whenever I list down my big three, like as much as I want to add a fourth one, a fifth one, a sixth one, I don't have to. Like the the world is not going to end if I just do three, these three things today. You know, I can still do it tomorrow. I can still do it in another time. And if it's going to be late, if it's going to be delayed, so what? You know, so what? Like, doesn't matter. I don't, I don't want to have to pressure myself. And if there are people who are going to get mad, I don't care. I really don't. <laughs> like, 
so what? <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get by every day. I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the best I can. And if that's it, if it's just these three things and everything else I'm unable to do, so be it. So <laughs> that's kind of my attitude now. When it, ever since I started practicing the big three, and it really has helped my mental health a lot. The next would be mindful five. So mindful five is this one. I got it from um, more. I think it was called morning minutes where you just uh, take 15 minutes to write down anything and everything that comes to mind. It doesn't even have to make sense. Just kind of write everything and you never let your pen leave the paper basically. But for me, I feel like 15 minutes is so long. So again, I just shortened it and I decided to call it mindful five because it just sounds pretty cool <laughs> for now and so basically i set a timer for five minutes and then i just write down everything again same same concept but just five minutes and i noticed that this is very important for me because this is my way of dumping all my thoughts into a piece of paper so that it's no longer in my head so everything everything like i just I just write and write like even how even if it sounds so so stupid even if it sounds so rude so disrespectful so crazy so insane I just write it down and it feels really good because you know when you when you meditate sometimes you're still with those thoughts and it can still be very distracting but when you decide to just write it down you're you're like taking it out of your head and so it, it doesn't stay with you for the rest of the day it really helps so i highly recommend mindful five there are days where this is the only thing i journal about and then i'm done you know so mindful five is number three number four is gratitude list this is another one that will never not be part of my journaling practice because this is very very important like this is one of those things that's pretty amazing how it how it just works. You know, whatever you are going through, whatever you are feeling, no matter how bad that is, how traumatizing it is, no matter how sad you are, really when if you just take a moment and ask yourself what you're grateful for, it changes everything. Um when I was going through what I was going through, you know, I lost a lot of people, I lost I just lost a lot of things. You know, I, it's like I lost a whole part of my identity. And then through that time, you know, through the process of accepting that, moving on, moving forward, I would just always go back to this. You know, today, I'm grateful that I have a bed to sleep on. Today, I'm grateful that we had a car to take us from one class to the next to keep us safe, you know. Today, I'm grateful that even though I've lost so many, I've gained a deeper relationship with the people who are still around. And that was, that got me through. That got me through everything. So gratitude list, you know, sometimes I forget how, how, how big of an impact it has, you know, just a small little thing, but it's so powerful. So gratitude list is the most important one. And that would be the fourth prompt that I have for you. Number five, next would be, what are my wins today? So when you say wins, it's, you know, what are the things that you feel you've achieved today or accomplished today? But it doesn't have to look like an actual achievement, okay? It could look very different. Maybe there are times like for me, when I consider my win is getting up today and then meditating right away. 
right? Instead of sulking in bed or just staying in bed until until my eyes or until I have like a, a, an insane migraine that I need to get up. I need to get out of bed to get water or to, to take care of it, you know? So that could be how your win is or it could be my win today was holding a talk a successful talk with this many participants and just feeling so happy about it and so confident and so proud you know so that could also be a win today and what I love about acknowledging those wins every day every time you journal it just it just gives you such a boost of confidence it just makes you realize oh you know today I was kind of feeling a little shitty but now that I realize I actually had a win today, I feel really good. I can actually go to sleep in peace, you know. So always acknowledging whatever your wins are, especially those small wins, is important. If there are times when listing down what your wins are doesn't really work for you, then you can also switch that up and ask yourself, what worked for me? You know, today what worked for me? So maybe it could be what worked for me today is that I opted to stay home in the morning so that I can get more sleep, so that I can rest. And because of that, I was able to finish more work and it really did work out for me. You know, so that's probably what I would write. So again, number five is what are your wins today or what worked for you today? Now, number six, or right after that, you can ask yourself, what could have worked better? So that way we can use that journaling experience or that, that practice, that daily practice to also learn something from the day and, and improve, you know, and grow. Because again, that's, you know, what, what we're meant to do as human beings here. We're meant to experience things and learn and grow from those experiences to become a better version of ourselves, right? So I always um, usually write down like what could have worked better for me? What could I have changed? You know, that's another way to put it as well. So maybe to me, for me today, what could have worked better would, I wish I wish I was able to walk with my dog also i wish i was able to drink more water because i'm very bad at drinking water so don't tell anyone <laughs> but yeah i'm very very bad like i think i didn't drink water today i'm just realizing and it's already 6 p.m so that could have worked better i should drink more water guys you, sh you should go drink water right now if you're not drinking water yeah, it's very bad. I always hear from my, my doctor, my acupuncturist. He always tells me, you know, you're, you need to drink water. You're dehydrated. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, there. That's what could have worked better for me. Now, the last one would be what did you learn today? What are, your, what are some of your learnings? And as cheesy as that may sound, I actually like sometimes forget about this, this journal prompt. This is not part of my project self-love journal, but this is something that I have been trying to do more frequently now, especially in my counseling sessions whenever I counsel someone else. I always try to squeeze that in and ask them like, what did they learn from this session? Because there's always something to learn every day, right? Like what could have worked better? And so what are your learnings from that? So like for me, what I have learned today is that I, I need to always take time to pause because sometimes when I am resting or when I am taking a break, 
I'm mindlessly scrolling, so I'm still not mindful. And because of that, I forget to drink water or, you know, I forget that I need to acknowledge like the beings around me. So I have dogs, right? And I have my husband, my partner. I need to make sure that I also am present with them, you know, and that I can also be there for them. And that could be walking my dog or that could be just listening to my partner uh, um, and sharing and showing my love to him. Um, and just you know, letting him know that I'm here for him. So those are some things that maybe I need to learn. And of course, towards myself, it's making sure that I need to drink water. <laughs> I need to slow down and drink some water because I get very lazy sometimes to drink water. But that's something that's very, very important. So those are the journaling prompts that I do daily. And for me, I would highly recommend that you try this every day because it really does make such a huge difference when you make it a consistent practice, a regular practice. And the the beauty about it is when you do this, this can be your like few minutes a day for yourself, you know, like your way of giving back to yourself. So even if you have so much to do in a day, even if you're so busy, especially if you're a parent, if you have a lot of businesses to run, a lot of work to do, you're basically not even at home, even taking 15 minutes to just sit down and write a little bit can already be your mindfulness practice for the day. And that alone can already make huge waves of change positive change in your life and the thing is you won't feel it right away like always remember that you're not gonna this is not you know whenever you're on a healing process or a journey of mindfulness that's a thing you don't get the results like right away it takes years it takes time it takes consistency and discipline for you to feel the effects of your hard work you know so just keep that in mind that this is not the answer to all your all our problems but it can guide you to that and in time you will start to see how it how it changes the way you think how it influences the way you make decisions um choices that you make throughout your life and and the path that you also decide to take on starts to also shift so in summary journaling plus therapy that combo have been staples in my life and it really helped me manage my mental health my bipolar diagnosis for years journaling in between those therapy sessions allowed me to process my sadness my loneliness my all the uncertainty that i had and it supported my healing without medication so for me it worked but it might not work for everyone but for me, that that combo really helped me so much. You know, I journaled when I needed the clarity and the calmness. And journaling usually helps me take in all my experiences as well. All the good, all the bad. It ha- helps me take a moment with it and and sit with it for a bit release it out into the world so that it doesn't stay in my mind it doesn't stay in my heart but also just helps me become more present because you're more aware as you journal more regularly so the journaling props that once again that saved my mental health was number one today i want to feel or today will be a good day because number two today's big three are kind of enumerate that number three is 
mindful five. So taking five minutes to just write down everything and anything. Number four, gratitude list. What are you grateful for today? Number five, my wins today are or what worked for me today. Number six, what could have worked better? And number seven, lastly, what are my learnings? So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Ilonga Yogi podcast. If you'd like more similar content, you can follow me on my socials at Ilonga Yogi. Wishing you peace in the body, peace in the mind, and peace in the heart wherever you are. Always take care of yourself. Bye-bye.